Talk Radio. This is the Toxic Wise Ass Show. Right, Herbie? That's right, Santa. It's the freaking Toxic Wise Ass Show, you bastards. <laughs> now, Herbie, watch your language, you little bastard. Hey, this is the Toxic Wise Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio. Merry Christmas. This is one of my favorites, Holly Jolly Christmas from, of course, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I want to be a dentist. A little... S.O.B. wanted to be a dentist so bad. An elf to a dentist. It's that time of year. Merry Christmas from the Toxic Wise Ash Show. And all of us here at Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas, Nevada, USA, the world. Oh, crazy times. Well, real quick in sports, the uh, Patriots have turned it around. The New England Patriots. By the way, this show is is brought to you by the world <laughs> all our sponsors and of course we are in the great northeast close to the north pole only canada separates us we're uh, in maine northeastern maine by the canadian border new brunswick and another confusing thing they're uh, opening the border then they close it then they open it now it's okay for canadians to come over but americans can't go to canada without a test which is 80 90 bucks so it's a real pain in the butt but anyway, it's Christmas, and we're going to talk about uh, more happier, hopefully better things. Uh, unfortunately, even here at Christmas time, there is a word that um, China might invade Taiwan, and that that uh, Russia might invade the Ukraine. That would be nasty. It would not be good. And I gotta say, even though I'm not political, and of course there's a Charlie Brown Christmas music. Yeah, all the hits are on planes, trains, automobiles, uh, Chevy Chase, and uh, Christmas Vacation. <laughs> One of my, they're all good. Wonderful life. Bert, Arnie, what's going on? I've got lost my marbles. Um, they're all on. Of course, Rudolph, been on a couple times, Frosty the Snowman, all the classics are on, and the new ones. Of course, the Hallmark Channel is playing Rich Folks Christmas. You notice there's no poor people on there. I told you in my Thanksgiving special that I just messed around and put a, that I was going to make a Hallmark movie instead of the rich people, fancy, highfalutin people that are on there. These were going to be uh, poor people, poor bastards who can't afford Christmas. And they have to go chop down their own tree out of the woods. They get arrested and go to prison. Anyways, I don't know. Someday maybe I'll make a Hallmark movie. But it is Christmas. Uh, and we're going to talk about some of the best Christmas movies and Christmas shows. If we get uh, 
TV Land used to play Christmas classics from all the shows, even even the westerns like Bonanza, Odd Couple, Sanford and Son. They all had, most of them all had Christmas specials. At least one, Beverly Hillbillies, uh, even the Adams Family, where the kids didn't believe in Santa and everybody tried to play Santa. Um, so uh, they've all had Christmas specials and they keep on a coming. And, of course, the Christmas movies are out. There's a movie, real briefly, I want to talk about called Silent Night. And it's a pretty good movie. It's, it has the young kid that was in uh, Jojo Rabbit, played the little Nazi. And I think he's an English actor. He's pretty good. And this was a pretty good film, kind of a dark comedy. I would give it a B minus, I'd say. And we'll go over other movies later on, movies at Christmas and movies just in regular theaters and so forth, movies coming out, and of course the TV shows. The uh, college Final Four looks set. I think it's Alabama versus Mississippi and Georgia versus Michigan, if I'm correct. Patriots have turned it around. The Celtics are up and down. I still think the Celtics need a floor leader like a KG, Larry Bird, Bill Russell, Havlicek, Paul Pierce. It's, they don't really have that. They very seldom, like, I don't know, communicate with each other in positive ways. But they did last night uh, when I was watching them play Portland. A young Pritchard kid, I think he's from Colorado or Denver. I don't know. He's from out west someplace, and they were cheering him on because he was hitting three after three. So it was pretty exciting. That's the most exciting I've seen the bench get up and down. Of course, Enos Cantor is causing some controversy with his stance on freedom. As a matter of fact, he changed his last name to Freedom. And so it's causing some controversy because the NBA is losing some money. China will not play Celtics games and will not play whoever the Celtics are playing, so that's bad. But Ian Cantor keeps on talking, and, uh, you know, folks, that's his right as an American, freedom of speech. That is the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and he's using it. Word was that they tried to beg him not to wear freedom stuff for China on his sneakers and so forth. The uh, NBA official says, please don't, you know, we can't stop you, but please don't do it. Okay, for other causes, LeBron, China, China LeBron, the bitch. I got to tell you, folks, I do not like LeBron James. I don't like him. He's a pretty good player. He's no, I still think Kobe's better than he is. Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Bill Russell. I think there's, Kareem, I think there's 10 players better than him. He just came along at the right time. In the, in the NBA, the last 10 years, you can't even touch anybody. It's a foul. Back when they used to punch, strangle, and throw each other to the ground, and they wouldn't even get a call. I don't think LeBron would be that good back in those days. He'd be okay, but he would... Uh, you can imagine if those players that I just mentioned could play in today's NBA, like Shaq and Barkley and so forth. Oh, man. But anyways... Bruins are doing okay. They're hanging in there. They they look good one game, and I'm not much of a hockey connoisseur, but I do watch it, especially playoff hockey. And uh, from what I'm hearing from the sports talk people, 
They're uh, kind of up and down. Goaltending is very important. Defense always in all sports. Goaltending is important in hockey. You score five goals, but you give up seven. That doesn't do you much good. Oh, by the way, YouTube had the turkey special, the uh, Mystery Science Theater turkeys, Turkey Day special. I think it was three or four hours. It was pretty funny. Of course, I've always liked Mystery Science Theater, so if you need a good laugh. Now, it's, it's something you have to get used to. If you've never watched Mystery Science Theater, they do a play on the, th the movie, like usually a really bad movie or a bad newsreel cartoon. could be about anything, uh, documentary, and if it's really bad, they make fun of it while it's playing. And most people told me that after I've told them to watch it, they don't get it at first, but after they watch it for a while, and that would include me. First I watched it, and I was like, what the hell are they doing? What's, what are they talking about? But you have to watch it all, and you have to watch a few episodes, then you'll get it. They also have riff track, which basically is the same thing, but uh, they're all funny. Sometimes they, over, they do over some of the old classics they've done. I remember watching that 20, 30 years ago when it first came out, I think on Comedy Central. And then it might have been on sci-fi and or both. But I watched them all and got hooked on them. And whenever I am depressed and need a good laugh, there's some go-to uh, things I go to to watch. Three Stooges, Laurel and Hardy, uh, Evan Costello, Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin, and Mystery Science Theater 3000. So those are my go-tos when I'm down and out. But you can't be down and out. Most everybody has their Christmas decorations and trees up. The towns are all lit up. Our town is all lit up here in Holton and the great northeast, about two hours, 100 miles or so north of Bangor, Maine, in Bar Harbor area, the coastal area, about 100 miles from the coast here, and about 12 miles from Canada. So we haven't had any big snowstorms yet. We've gotten a few snow storms, but nothing... It was a couple, three inches, then it would rain. So we haven't had really any, we haven't had our driveway plowed yet, let's put it that way. Not yet. It's probably coming. But it's supposed to be, you know, some warm weather. I don't know, El Nino and El Nino. Something's uh, going to supposedly make it not as cold as it normally would be. Because I'm not really sold on this global warming, folks. Not last year when I saw it drop to 25, 30 below you know, for a much of January and February. And we kind of had snow right up until, hmm. When other people are having their spring, like in mid-March, St. Patrick's Day, Oh, be shorty, be gordy, this is Leo the Farting Leprechaun. <coughs> wishing you a Merry Christmas. That was Leo the Farting Leprechaun. Wishing everybody a Merry Christmas. We'll have Santa on again and some surprise uh, guests, special guests, celebrities, so forth. But, uh, yeah, I'm not quite sold on the global warming thing yet. Half the scientists say yay, the other half say nay, so I don't know. It still gets pretty darn cold. And they say, well, that's a sign of global warming. Wouldn't that be global colding? Global warming is supposed to get warmer. It's not really getting warmer. Our springs still don't come until, well, I've seen it snow in May. Let's put it that way. I hope it doesn't this year. And we do have some nice days on and off. You never know. That's what we say up here in northern Maine. You just never know what you're going to get. It's like a box of chocolates. Forrest Gump. You never know what you're going to get. Speaking of Christmas again, and it is Christmas, we got the top 20 listed uh, Christmas movies. 
uh, supposedly of all time. I don't know if that's true, because every list has something different to say. And here's Dean Martin singing a Christmas song. So delightful. Bing Cosby, Frank Sinatra, all the favorites. And you can find a lot of these on uh, online, on YouTube. Okay, here we go. Here we go. The Santa Claus, number 20. Didn't really care for that. Tim Allen, not really a big Tim Allen fan, folks. The Santa Claus, again, number 20. Gremlins, they were showing that today, 1984. Is number 19. So that's, uh, yeah, I, I like, I kind of like that movie, Gizmo. Bright night, bright night, Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course, number 18, definitely, definitely 18, this is Rain Man, Merry Christmas, definitely. Uh, National Love Nampoon's Christmas Vacation 1989 is number 18. Number 17 is Scrooged with Bill Murray. I wasn't really a big fan of that movie. It was okay. And I don't know why Die Hard is in here, just because it came out at Christmas in 1988. But uh, it was okay. But I wouldn't really... It's a movie that came out at Christmas. I wouldn't really say it's a Christmas movie. Number 15 is, again, Miracle on 34th Street. Did I talk about that already? Where uh, they question if Santa is real. They've remade that a few times. Another movie and a couple TV specials. The originals are always the best. Just like Willy Wonka. I want to talk about Willy Wonka for a minute. They remade that and called it Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It was like a Twilight Zone episode. It was really dark and gloomy and depressing. Nothing like the Willy Wonka with bright, bright colors and happy smiles and candy. It was like uh, written by Boris Karloff. Okay, The Nightmare Before Christmas is number 13, Tim Burton, and I did not care for that at all. Trading Places, they haven't, sh I haven't seen that, 1983 is number 12. I haven't seen that uh, on lately, I'm sure it'll be on before the month of December is over with. Number 11, Home Alone, they show that about a billion times and remade it a few. Then of course, number 10 is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, 1964. My God, I used to wait for that to come on. <sighs> and back then, when you were a kid, you had to wait for it to come on. There was no VCRs, there was no DVDs, there was no YouTube, there was no 180 channels where you could catch it the next time. Uh, you had to catch it while it was on. There was no recording it, so... I want to be a dentist. Ho, 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 Hermie, you little... So-and-so. Uh, the Year Without Santa Claus, 1974, with the Heat Miser. Mickey Rooney does some voiceovers for that. It was okay. The Muppet Christmas Carol, 1992. Tommy! <laughs> Come the frog here. Uh, that was pretty good. Beaker was one of the favorites. Me, 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 me. My nephew used to do that and drive us all crazy. Did Beaker for like a whole month of December. Bad Santa. They remade that and it was terrible. But their first one was pretty good. Billy Bob Thornton. 
Spike Dang Dog with, the, with that kid in it, the chubby little kid. Then we made it, and it was terrible. Bad Santa, too. Love Actually, I've never even like, kind of heard that movie. I guess it's a Christmas movie called Love Actually with the... Uh, I don't even know who's in it. Doesn't even say. Mariah Carey? I don't know. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, of course. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Yeah, he's a mean SOB. That's number five, 1966, with Boris Karloff doing the voiceovers. Then there was a Jim Curry version, which was okay. Uh, number four, Elf. That was pretty good. Will Ferrell is that six foot four Elf. That was pretty, yeah. Yes, I approve of that. Of course, Charlie Brown. Christmas, 1965. I also remember watching that. Not as uh, popular and as demanding to see as uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. But pretty, so pretty good. Number two is A Christmas Story with Ralphie. Hey, Ralphie! And his Red Rider carbine action. I actually know Peter Billingsley. And uh, he was a pretty good guy. He, used to, he lived in uh, the Oakwood Apartments in Burbank, California. Toluca Lake, whatever you want to call it. The apartments, resort. Had basketball courts and pools and hot tubs. And he used to play basketball. So didn't uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. And so I got to know him and gave me his business card. I think he makes movies and lives in Arizona now. Then we made that too, and it wasn't quite as good. Although I did like to watch it. And of course, number one listed here, the Christmas movie. Which when it was first made wasn't a very big hit. It uh, had to catch on for some years. I would, I would have thought The Wizard of Oz would have been on there, too. But uh, number one is, It's a wonderful life. Well, Mr. Gower, I'm George Bailey here. I've lost everything. When a bell rings, it means it's time to go in for school or something. No, it uh, means an angel gets his wings. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. Okay. So that's your top uh, 20 Christmas movies. Now, there may be a difference with the top uh, 20 or so Christmas television shows. We'll have to go over that later as we take in also the Celebrity Calls. Hi, this is Donald Trump. I'm wishing everybody a Merry Christmas. <laughs> I was cheated, bitches. <laughs> Hopefully Santa will bring me uh, some justice. But anyways, this is Donald Trump saying Merry Christmas. Thank you, Mr. Trump. We certainly appreciate that. Oh, this is Kim Jong-un. Wish everybody Merry Christmas to all you Americans. I really love the New York Knicks. Although they kind of suck right now, but they need uh, more more defense. Well, anyway, Merry Christmas. I hope I don't have to shoot rockets. I'm also known as a rocket man. Thank you, Elton John. And... Uh, I hope I don't have to blow America up. But anyway, I love big cigars, fine wine, uh, fine whiskey, and hot babes. <laughs> That's why I want Santa to bring me. Hey, this is Dick Cheney. I uh, wish everybody a Merry Christmas. I hope uh, Santa brings me a couple shotguns so I can shoot my friends again. <laughs> Just kidding. Merry Christmas from Dick Cheney. Thanks a lot. Hello, this is uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin. 
And despite the trouble with uh, Ukraine and America, I hope uh, Merry Christmas to our Americans. And I uh, hope Santa Claus brings me Ukraine. Oh, oh. Is that controversial or what? I can't say that. Okay, I, I take it back. Hey, this is Jack Nicholson wishing everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I hope the Lakers quit sucking and win some games. <laughs> Okay, well, that's our celebrity list for right now. We'll have more on later, of course, here on the Merry Christmas Special Edition Ho, 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 Toxic Wise-Ass Show. See that? It rhymes. Ho, 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 the Toxic Wise-Ass Show. Here with Mark Chaplin. You can find me on Facebook, Mark Chaplin, Bangor, Maine. You'll see a picture of me playing basketball. By the way, we've been playing a couple times a week. Sometimes I can only play once a week because we play and then we take a day off and play again. And that's kind of hard on this old body. I prefer to also play half court, but the younger guys want to play full. So it's getting complicated, semi-complicated, uncomplicated, but we'll have to see. Hopefully I can go swimming soon as soon as they open the pool. Christmas again, folks. What are your favorite, uh, if you're a baby boomer like me, and a, a baby boomer, someone born after World War II, 1945 to 1965, that's when all the soldiers came home, <clears throat> and uh, you know what happens when the soldiers come home. They find a nice lady and have a family, like uh, my dad did, was in the Navy. He was in the World War II shortly afterwards. But my uncle was, and he was wounded uh, in Germany by a German wooden bullet. He was shot twice in the leg, and he had a limp for the rest of his life. And we don't, we don't realize that. I mean, that limp, I think, was painful to him, my Uncle Bob. But we don't, uh, we don't think of it when we're kids that much, although I did love history as a kid. <clears throat> hey, excuse me, I got a frog in my throat. It's all of that Bugs Bunny movie where the singing frog, Hello, my darling. Hello, my baby. Hello, my ragtime gal. Da -da -da -da. He sings, but he only sings for the guy, the construction guy who finds him in the future. He won't sing for anybody else every time they open the box, like for an agent or a manager or a television show. The frog doesn't sing. He just goes, <laughs> Oh, that was hilarious. Poor guy. Thought he was going to get rich. He just went crazy. Anyways, <clears throat> talking about Christmas, Christmas toys. First baby boomers, especially boys. My favorite toys were, of course, Tinker Toys, which I wasn't really great at building things. Um, Lincoln Logs, which I could build my forts with. The Toy Soldiers, like Fort Apache, World War II Soldiers. Uh, Civil War soldiers, Fort Apache with the cavalry and the Apaches. Um, even Japanese soldiers, pirates. My uh, other one would have been walkie-talkies. I used to love to get walkie-talkies. And, of course, I couldn't get the expensive Channel 11 ones, which were like $50, $60, which would be like $200 today. I got the Channel 14s, which were supposed to go about a half a mile to a mile, but a half a mile would be stretching it <clears throat> if it was clear. Um, where was I? Oh, Lionel Electric Trains. Got one every Christmas. And I like the HO trains, too. They were pretty good. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
that frog is still there. Anyways, um, uh, comic books, especially to do with pirates, uh, Civil War, anything like that. Uh, give a show projector. Now, this was a projector that showed slides, 35 millimeter slides. You could get Popeye, <laughs> Flintstones, Blarney, hey, Jetsons, um, Three Stooges, oh my, certainly. You could get all kinds of different uh, cartoons, and you could even buy extra slides. Of course, they were silent, and they weren't like, kids are so lucky today, they have, you know, DVD and, and um, uh, instant YouTube, whatever you want to watch, 150 channels. We had to wait back in the day. I had to wait till 8 o'clock in the morning to watch the Three Stooges, Long Ranger, uh, Sky King, all my favorite shows. And in the afternoon, shows like I Dream of Genie and Bewitched, My Mother the Car, uh, My Favorite Martian, which a lot of these shows, Beverly Hillbillies, they've, they've remade them. Of course, the Westerns were good. Wild Wild West, Gunsmoke, dun, 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 dun. Anything to do with Civil War or World War II. Anyways, I love comics about all those things and superheroes, of course, too. So, what were your favorite uh, Christmas items? I remember one Christmas, I burnt my hands, not one, but two, on my sister's Easy Bake Oven. And I, um, every time I see that ad, my hands start to burn. And back then, we put them in molasses, which they tell you today is not a good idea. Uh, I burnt my hands pretty bad, probably to the point I, I didn't go to the hospital, but it was pretty darn close. That hurt like a mother effer, boy, I want to tell you. I can still remember it. Lesson learned there. When you're running around Christmas time, kids, do not put both your hands, not one and not two, on an easy bake oven or any oven. Now, I don't know about the girls, what they like. I remember my sister, of course, liked the dolls and the doll carriage and the easy bake ovens and ribbons and bows and so forth and so on. Of course, our stockings were filled with candy and tangerines and crack. No, I'm just kidding. There wasn't no crack in our, our stocking. <laughs> That's Muttley. Merry Christmas, Muttley. <laughs> I always love Muttley. Anyways... <clears throat> I've gone into some antique shops, and in the antique shops, they tell me that, of course, guys like us, I had a race car set to Aurora, and I used to put the Aurora kits together, airplanes, model airplanes. The airplane, you put the batteries in, it would go around and around in the air on a string. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm missing something, but those are my, probably my top ten favorites, of course, to get for Christmas, or actually any time. BB gun, um, shoot and shell. This was a gun that would shoot plastic bullets off spring-loaded uh, uh, bullets. <laughs> kind of kind of innovative, wasn't it? Almost like a real gun. I had uh, two or three of those. Uh, squirt guns, of course, were always popular. And later on, of course, you got... Uh, I, oh, yeah, my AM-FM shortwave radio, which I used to listen to at night with earphones in so I didn't wake everybody up. And I could hear shortwave. Of course, I'd listen to New York stations, Boston stations, Philadelphia stations. You could listen to Radio Free Europe. Radio Free Europe, of course, back in the 60s and 70s, 
when communism was everywhere, <coughs> you had Radio for Europe, which would take uh, radio signals into communist countries and talk about uh, freedom. So that was quite cool. And I remember being able to listen to ship-to-shore, shore-to-ship radio calls. I remember listening to, like, a father talking to his wife or a husband talking to his wife, uh, his, their families back in the States from a cruise ship. That was really cool. I remember it really well. Of course, listening to uh, shows from uh, BBC and Europe. If they could speak English, I could understand it, of course. And many of the shows were in English and, of course, sports and so forth. So that was one of my favorites, too, to get an AM, FM. Um, and if it could be, AM, FM, shortwave, and a tape recorder to go with it. I love tape recorders because I used to like to make shows on tape. My, I got my cousin and I doing crank calls. You know, the show Crank Yankers, that actually stole my idea. And I can prove it because I have the tapes from way back in the 70s of my cousin Lloyd and I call the wrong number hour. And we called all these places. This is before caller ID, of course. Anyways, <coughs> some great Christmas memories. Oh, and of course, I used to thumb through the Sears wish book. There was J.C. Penney and Montgomery Wards had wish books too, Christmas books. But nothing like uh, the Sears wish book, which would come out probably around Halloween, and I would thumb through that thing every day. Oh my goodness! And then later on, you got uh, you got flyers from uh, Sears and Kmart, and I would look at the uh, projectors, movie projectors, Super 8, Super 8 Sound, and Zares, and go to Railroad Salvage in Treasure City, in Connecticut when I would visit there. Christmas in Connecticut, yeah, I spent many of them there, just like that movie. Also. Um, yeah, went through that wish book, crazy. Uh, from, of course, clothing. <laughs> uh, skip that. I don't need any clothes. Just sneakers. Sneakers and jeans and a t-shirt. A pair of shorts for basketball and so forth. Uh, wasn't really much into winter stuff, so I didn't really like hockey gear or mittens or anything. But I did like to go sledding. There used to be a few, few places really good at... You could get some really good sledding in. And... Uh, of course, it was great going down, but going back up sucked, and there was no lifts for us. He had to walk up the hill, and of course, the snowball fights, which I think I lost all the snowball fights I was ever in. I was actually exactly Roger Clemens when it came to throwing snowballs, but and we built snow forts. But I did uh, go through the <coughs> Sears wish books and uh, looked at even things that I... I really didn't even want, but you still look at them. Like um, erector kits, I used to get those, but I never really could build anything. I wasn't very good at it. Just used to use it as part of my forts because I used to like to play Fort Apache in World War II and set my electric train up to haul soldiers. Oh. And uh, the the antique guys in, in toy stores and stuff tell me that, that uh, I know that the girls, women, aren't really into nostalgia and when it comes to Christmas and toys like guys are. We remember the race car sets and the train sets and the BB guns and the uh, trucks and the models we put together and everything else. The, but the girls, they, they don't really care anymore. It's like, oh yeah, I had an easy bake oven, but I don't want one now. 
we guys are like, yeah, I had a train set, and I want one right now. We're a little juvenile, a little immature when it comes to that, but I think it's just the spirit of Christmas and memories, and I still put up train sets at Christmas time around the tree, and I have for years and years, and of course still love Christmas and the Christmas songs and the Christmas shows, but uh, girls quite aren't as sentimental, and that's okay. They don't have to be. They can watch their boyfriends or husbands or brothers and fathers do that kind of thing. And uh, so that's uh, that was my Christmas list. I don't know about yours, what you had on yours. I'm sure maybe it was the same. Now that I'm on Facebook and I'm in different groups, especially like toy groups and movie groups, I'm talking to guys from all around the world, Spain, Germany, Canada, the USA, Australia, about, you know, collecting 8mm and Super 8mm movies. This is before VHS and the DVDs and all that, even before cable. Back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, um, there was no VHS. There was no uh, video machines. So you either watched it on TV, went to the movies, or you set up your own movies. If you were fortunate enough, you could get a Super 8 sound projector and play sound movies. The movies were pretty expensive. For uh, like a 20-minute movie, it'd be like $40, $50 back in 1976, 77. That's like a couple hundred dollars now. It was pretty expensive. The eight-minute color and sound ones were like $24, which is still expensive. I couldn't really afford those. Until after college, when they VHS started coming out, they started dropping the prices of Super 8 sound projectors, cameras, and movies. I bought a whole bunch of them. But they're hard to store, and I had some 16-millimeter equipment films. They are, like, hard to store. So I sold a lot of them, and I kept my favorites. And uh, so that's about it uh, for the uh, Christmas list. Now, do you wonder what the favorites is of everybody? Folks, from the 60s, the most popular toys, top 10, was number 10, Battleship. Number. Oh yeah, I got this wrong, folks, and I'm I'm admitting it right on the ear. Okay, the most popular tour is the year you were born. If you were born in 1960, the most popular tour was Etch a Sketch. 61, Slip and Slide. 62, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. I'm sorry, Super Bowl. <laughs> Right. Oh, I did have a Super Bowl electric game where you put the uh, players on this electric board and it just shakes them around. I don't never could figure out the point of that. And speaking of a easy bake oven, 1963 number one sold toy was popular toy was easy bake oven, which I fried both my hands on. 64, G.I. Joe. Yeah, I had some of those. 65, the game operation, which I never really got into. I'm not much of a board game person. 1966 was Twister. And 67 was Battleship. Hmm. Now, out of all those, I had an Etch-A-Sketch, Super Bowl, Slip and Slide, G.I. Joe. Of course, it did not have an easy bake oven, but my sister did. And, uh... I burnt my hands on it. Wow. In 1970, the most popular toys were Rock'em Sock'em Robots. I had those. Pogo Sticks had one of those. Air Hockey. 
I'm not sure if I had that or not. My cousins might have. Bionic women, bionic woman, action figures, stuffed animals, doll houses, erector sets, and toy horses. Hmm. Well, isn't that weird? In the 60s, like Christmas, and Army men, Indians, Civil War. Yeah, that's just like I said. Die-cast model trucks, vehicles, matchbox, Barbie dolls, and the accessories. Whoa. The most popular-selling Christmas time toys of all time are Cabbage Patch Kids, Rubik's Cubes, Monopoly, Teenage Mutant Ninja, Buzz Lightyear from Toy Stories, Teletubbies, Furbies, and Sylvanian Families. I don't even know what that is. Goodness gracious. Wow. The year I uh, graduated high school, the most popular gifts were Pet Rocks, Pong, Othello, portable cassette player and recorder, which I always had, Monopoly, the Cher doll, Magna Doodle, Pogo Stick, Kites, in 77, Atari, Star Wars figures, of course, Batmobile, and a portable 8-track player. Oh, goodness gracious. What is the most popular toy sought, sought after? Well, Nintendo's, Spider-Man's, Hot Wheels, and Hogwarts Castle, and of course, the all-popular Lego sets. Hmm. The most popular toys sought after this year uh, are crack. No, didn't I already use that joke? Well, probably video games. Yes, I see video games on there. And, uh, let me see. VTech, I don't even know what that is. Magic cards, uh, a tricycle, a pop, it, XL. See, I'm totally lost. I don't even know what these are. Because I have no kids. But I did have a nephew, and I've had nep nephews and nieces. And uh, so I should know these things, but kind of lost. Just like the music. I don't even know what kids listen to nowadays, really. I, I have uh, XM radio, and I listen to the mostly the 70s, but 60s and 70s and some of the 80s and Motown. But uh, certainly don't know what the young kids listen to today. I've asked them. Now, when I play basketball with the young kids, the young guys, they bring up uh, boom boxes or... They're not really boom boxes. They're, uh, they can do it right over their phone, and they bring a speaker with them. It's all Bluetooth, and they listen to Kanye West and rap, and that's okay. I like some of it, and some of it I don't like, just like all types of music. If it's good, I don't care if it's country or whatever it is, I will listen to it. I'll be listening to it. And uh, that's, uh, that's what we have to do with toys here at Christmas time. Right, Santa? <laughs> that's right. Right, Herbie? Yeah, that's right, Santa. Yeah, well, Santa's right. It's almost that time. 
And of course, what about fruitcake? You like fruitcake? I like it. But I gotta have, it's gotta be moist. It can't be that dry crap. And, uh, it goes good with tea. Making myself hungry here, folks. Now, people talk about what do you get your relatives, your boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband for Christmas. I guess you just find out what they like. Now, many people say that giving a gift card is unpersonal and not nice. I disagree with that because a lot of a lot of presents are returned at Christmas time. If, if you give someone a gift card, it's the most wonderful. That's right, it is most wonderful time of the year. If you give a gift card, these people, whoever they are, cousins, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, neighbor, friend, cousin, they can get what they want at a circular at that certain place. So that's uh I'm an advocate for that. I like getting gift cards cuz then I can just get what I want. If I get something I don't like, I either got to store it and use it to regift it or take it back or just completely ignore it and throw it in a pile. But if I get a gift card, I can get what I want. Doesn't that make sense, folks? I know it can be a little impersonal, but if you really don't know what the other person wants or needs, then I think a gift card is okay. I especially like them for Dunkin' Donuts and Tim Hortons, McDonald's, places to eat, um, Ruby Tuesdays, oh, Ruby Tuesday ribs are delicious. I mean, I could chew them literally right down to the bone. Time of the year. Well, folks, that's our Christmas show special here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. I want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in. If we missed anybody, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Sandy, you want to say goodbye? Ho, ho, ho. Goodbye. And uh, would you want to say goodbye, Herbie? Goodbye, everybody. Hope everybody has a, a good Christmas. <laughs> oh, sorry, Santa. I farted. Oh, Herbie. I think Herbie pooped his pants. Oh, Herbie. Herbie the Elf fudged his pants. But that's a whole other show. Uh, thank you, Santa and Herbie, for joining us and the celebrities that called in. Again, in uh, recent news, I hope that uh, our Christmas isn't ruined by too much COVID or Russia invading Ukraine or China invading Taiwan. Let's hope that doesn't happen at least till after Christmas. And uh, that's politics. I hope it, uh, you know, me and politics. I don't really like politicians, folks. Don't trust them. Necessary evil, like having to go to the bathroom or pay taxes. Uh, we do need to revamp the system. Some of those politicians are in there for too long. But anyway, it's Christmas time, and that's what we're going to talk about. And again, Merry Christmas to Richard Kepler, our boss at uh, Renegade Talk Radio in Las Vegas, and the whole staff, and all the people that have shows there, and all you listeners, and everybody everywhere. Whether you, uh, and I, you know, I always celebrate everybody's holidays Hanukkah. Kwanzaa, Christmas, 
if it's got food and presents, I'll celebrate it. But anyways, thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you for the New Year's show here on the Renegade Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin. And uh, thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you in the New Year's. Hopefully, I can't believe it. It's going to be another year's. I don't know where the summer went, folks. I just don't know. I'm I'm kind of anxious for spring to come back. Uh, who says bears are stupid? They sleep all su- all winter and wait for summer. That's what I want to do. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Years. And we leave you with Feliz Navidad, one of my favorite Christmas songs, along with Holly Jolly Christmas and The Sleigh Ride. Feliz